Uh, this working. This working. This working. Okay. All right. Good to go. Yeah, good to go. No, just weird intro. Try to break break the ice. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. As we're what twenty six days, twenty five days into the new year. Yeah. Right. Uh, season four debut of Cosplay Bite, the show about cons, cosplays. And all the nerdy bits and bites, although we're still staying at home because, because yeah, we still are staying at home. Um, sorry for the long wait. I'm back. Hopefully things will be a little bit different, but I'll get into that more later. But today I have my wonderful friend, uh, Midge Scully, who is a cosplayer, um, cosplayer, streamer. Cake decorator, right? Cake decorator. Yeah, cake decorator. Yeah. Cake decorator. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Good start yeah. to the morning. I got my cup of coffee, so yeah. not too shabby. Yeah. What kind of coffee is it? Is it just regular basic coffee? No. Yeah. What is it? The best part of waking up. Folgers in your cup. Yep. Oh, that Folgers? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I got I got cinnamon cinnamon bun flavored coffee. Oh, okay. Cup. You got me beat. That <laughs> oh my god, if you could smell this thing, oh my god, it's like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's cinnamon. That is cinnamon. Uh okay, so for this episode, uh I guess I could let you have the floor a little bit to give a brief if you can. Mm -hmm. if, if not, it's okay. We'll go as long as we need to. Uh, cause okay. So, so major and I have been friends for a, a long time. I think a good amount of years. Yeah. I think you were, point. yeah. When did, so, okay. I want to say, I want to say with your espion that got me into you like, Oh frick, they're cute. I'll go follow, <laughs> I'll go follow her. I think oh, Espeon oh, okay. was 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So, yeah. So then we got to talking, I guess, on your fan pages or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we met. I don't remember. Do you remember? What con was it? Was it PAX? I feel like it was PAX East. Yeah. Because you're, right. you're based in Boston, right? So that's like. I'm based on the East Coast. I'm actually Connecticut. Oh, oh, okay. I've been in Connecticut. I've been in New York. I kind of bounce around. <laughs> you bounce around. But so Pax East is like your local. Yeah, it's my local. You're my not local like local. breaking your back as far as traveling goes. No, 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 not at all. No, so Pax East, was it, was, did I meet you for the first time with you and your brother? Or was that just another year? Because I, I think know. You and your brother were banjo and kazooie at one point. Yeah. Um, I think that might have been like one of the second times we had met. Yeah. But, but yeah, that was earlier on. That was really fun. I had a blast doing that with him. That was the first time he had ever cosplayed. Did he have fun? Oh yeah, he had so much fun. <laughs> good, good. So yeah, you've done you've done cosplays uh for a while. Well, okay, so yeah, what got you started in cosplay or? Oh, right. My origin story. Your origin story. Um, so way back when in 2007, one of my friends mentioned Kineticon um, and said it's like this really fun place where people go. Like if you're nerdy and you like anime, you go to this con and you can just see everything. There's convention, like there's panels and things. I had no idea what she was talking about. And then she's like, oh, yeah, and people also cosplay. I was a cosplay. Well, you know, like, what is that? What's cosplay? She was like, oh, you know, it's when people dress up as characters. And I was like, hold the phone. I can do that. <laughs> so excited. So I went and looked online just for cool characters. I didn't even like, no. So I, I cosplayed as Lunith from Final Fantasy 3. I had never okay. played Final Fantasy 3. I just thought this character was the coolest looking guy. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to cosplay that. And it was very intermediate kind of level stuff. 
but I had my mom at the time help me and we got it done. And so I went to my first con where no one knew who I was, but it was just an absolute blast. And uh, I started going to cons ever since, but I, I used to only go to Kineticon for quite a few years. And then I started branching out when I went to Anime Boston, PAX East, and then KatsuCon later on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did you go to New York Comic Con at one point? I did, yeah. I went as Super Sonico, like Super Hero Sonico. Okay. Yeah. All right. That was the first time I actually wore contacts, too. That was a trip. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm not used to having things near my eyeballs. So that was just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, I just remember. So, like. I can't remember what outfit I met you in, but I did see you with Banjo and Kazooie. Mm -hmm. uh, I did see you as um, um, what were you at Catrucon? What were you at Catrucon that one year? I met you with Mink. Sylveon. Umbreon. Uh, or, or Sylveon. Sylveon. Yeah, Sylveon. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sylveon. I met you in. I met you in. Um, I had it. <laughs> they, it, it. It was Zamazenta, right? The shield one. Oh yeah, yeah, that was last year. That was PAX East, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That one was really fun. That was my first big like armor build. Like for, first one for real, or like first one in a long time. Um. So if you count Ziggs or like Star Guardian Ziggs, uh, it would have been my second or third, but it was the first that I ever really like went all out on, like full armor. So that was, yeah, this is the first for like full armor. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the cosplay I picked that's going to be the thumbnail for this episode because it, oh, nice. it, it, it just <laughs> so perfect. Oh, it's thank so you. Perfect. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so, um... Where do we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't really prepare that much for this episode. I've just been trying to like get stuff, get episodes going. But uh, oh, yeah. so I guess how how is your uh, so okay? So as a content creator, so to speak, how mm -hmm. has your twenty twenty been? Because I know, yeah, that you and I actually we both started new ventures so to speak i'll get into mine later but you started up an only fans mm -hmm. was it earlier this year or like late last year late last year december yeah okay. like very late december almost january yeah so uh well okay so how would you so Paxies was the only con that you went to last year right or did you actually go to Castucon? I went to KatsuCon and then Anime Boss or Anime Boston, no, Boston um, PAX East. And then the world shut down. And then the world shut down. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I haven't really. It's funny. There's like someone who was talking about did the, the pandemic kind of ruin cosplay? And I would say no. But I definitely think that without deadlines, it's so much harder to get yourself motivated to do things. Because when I have, you know, co costume crunches or cosplay crunch, um, it's just, it's, e it's easier to get into the mindset to be able to do the cons and the cosplay and doing all the crafting for it. So I, because I haven't had that, I definitely haven't done as many costumes this year as I had previously done. Yeah. Um, but in my mind now, I'm doing it so, like, you know, KatsuCon this year's not happening. But in my mind, I'm pretending that it is. So this is, like, a new method I'm going to be doing where I'm going to be making things for the cons as if the cons are happening. And then do, like, a little mini photo shoot at home with the costumes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This past year, I think, was definitely uh, – I was actually listening to another podcast episode earlier today before we started doing this um, – very uh, transformative in that uh, people had to like adapt mm. this new way of life, so to speak, because a lot of cosplayers, content creators, people that do this full time, 
I would say the bulk of their effort and their branding relied on going to cons, fan interactions, sometimes selling print if they had a booth, mm-hmm. or they were working at another booth, and that all went out the window. So they kind of had to rely on either like your Patreon or your only fan. Some creators actually ditched Patreon completely because Patreon has been a mess. Yeah, I heard. With the constant changes that they're doing that do not help creators in the slightest. So it's been interesting to see um, <clears throat> other creators then like jump ship, so to speak, to OnlyFans full time in doing that. And some of them have been working out beautifully. Um, so I guess even though you've been doing it for a somewhat short amount of time, like how has that been so far? Like the... Because I know I've seen some of your previews. Um, so you so you do the route of free OnlyFans with like mm-hmm. PPVs uh, just kind of like sprinkled throughout every now and then. Yeah, which is funny because like when I first started, I had no idea what PPV or any of those things meant. So like people were com- coming to me and they're like, oh, PPV. And I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so that's what I do, pay-per-view, um, and then mostly, mostly free, I would say, um, just kind of, you know, right now for me, it's, it's more just for fun. Yeah. Um, it is a nice, you know, little revenue too, though. Um. Oh, for sure. It's funny, because I started doing it because I had this cat lingerie, like the one that has the little window in the front that looks like a cat. Um, it used to be like this big trend that happened. So I bought it when the trend was going on. Um, and I just, I never used it. Like I kind of just put it in my closet and I forgot about it. And then I found it like in December and I was like, oh man, you know, I, I never wore this. And also my confidence just wasn't there at the time. So I was like, I don't sure. really, don't really want to try it. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm just going to try it. I'm going to take a couple of photos. Um, so I did, and I had like a really fun time doing it. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. Uh, so then I just kept doing it. And then someone told me like, well, if you're going to be doing this, you know, kind of stuff like the boudoir and the like lingerie and stuff like that, you might as well start an OnlyFans just because, you know, why not? Um, so I was like, oh yeah, why not? <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I started one. Yeah. And so the other thing that you also been doing, so I will start it off. Uh, just also first, oopsie doopsie. Uh, shout out to my fellow patrons over on my Patreon. I have Kendall, uh, Nicole Marie Jean, Noah, and Mick the Seder. Uh I've had a couple of people drop their pledge. Totally understand why. No worries. Because um, I've actually been debating on shutting down my Patreon because mm-hmm. I just make so little. It really doesn't make a difference anymore. Because that's the other thing. So... For those who have missed it, um, 2020 affected me in a way that uh, I had less cosplay content to share on my blog because no one's making anything or like no one's going to content having photo shoots for me to like uh, go gush over their outfits and like the showcases and features. So I've decided to shutter that for a little while, honestly, until conventions come back and life returns to normal. Because mm-hmm. it, it's certainly a hassle in trying to search online for people that have been able to do photo shoots still. I think Mink Besader is still one person that's been able to do it in the comfort of her own backyard with some of her outfits or, or doing socially distancing uh, photo shoots with her Pokemon Gajinkas. Yeah, they're amazing. I they're love nuts. Them. Oh my God. Ugh. Oh my God. The quality and the detail in the costumes is just breathtaking. Yeah. yeah I love her to bits. Yeah. But, um, so I actually, for this year as a New Year's resolution or a goal, is I jumped into Twitch streaming. And you've been doing that too. So, to a point where, thank you for those who have been supporting my Patreon and like the anchor sponsorship that I had before it uh, expired. uh, I invested in a brand new Switch to stream from because I couldn't do it from my light. I had the Pokemon Sword and Shield Special Edition light, which was very pretty. But then I got the Animal Crossing one. (laughs) Because, fuck yeah, pastels. 
<laughs> Super cute. I've been because I've been eyeing it forever. It's just like, and I just keep telling myself, you already have a switch. You don't need it. You have the light. You're happy with your light. But then it's like, if I want to start streaming, I can't do it from the light. And I have a Mac. Mac can't play games. So, <laughs> so I just like, you know what? You, fuck it. So I just, I bought a switch. Yeah, treat yourself. That's now my primary switch. Uh, and I've been streaming. I streamed a lot during my couple of days off I had during the Christmas break. And then now my schedule is sort of like on weekends only. Um, that's been great. I've been addicted to it. Um, even though, you know, everyone starts off small, so I'll have like maybe one viewer who always shows up. I think it's my younger brother who, who oh. has me on stream and he, it's probably him. He's probably just lurking cause he doesn't chat much at all. If it is him. Cool. Thanks buddy. If it's not whoever you are, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, I'll like stream during the day. Like I'll have like two streams each day on Saturday and Sunday, depending on how my mood is. But like, you know, I'll have like, you know, sometimes my neighbor will come up and I'll kick his ass and smash or, <laughs> um, oh, it was funny. Cause we were, we were both, my brother was in the chat talking and my neighbor came up, we were playing smash and we were just looking at the characters and we're like, Freaking Steve from Minecraft got added in. Like, let's just play around and screw around and see what we're doing. It was just, it was a riot. <laughs> and then just like my brother commented, is just how like this is the content I came to sign up for. <laughs> Us just meandering yeah. around is Steve from Minecraft trying to figure out how things work. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's yeah. honestly super fun to watch stuff like yeah. that. But I've been I just recently cleared through Final Fantasy VII. The OG, and so I started up Final Fantasy VIII Remastered. So I'm playing that. Occasional, yeah, occasional Animal Crossing tours of my island. Uh, I have stopped playing Hades because that game took over my life, as it did for many others. Yeah, it's too addicting. But then Nintendo was like, "Oh yeah, so the new Pokemon Snap game uh, that's coming out in April," and I was like. Oh, we have a release date now. Pre-ordered. <laughs> oh, that's my plan for incoming spring. So, um, your streams mm -hmm. have been, have they just been uh, doodling or drawing? Yeah. Uh, so, so how's that been? Art. Um, so, yeah, so far it's just art on Photoshop. Um, it's been really fun. I usually will start out with like some kind of theme for the night and then just go from there. So last night I did Noelle from Genjin Impact. Um, and I just drew her and then I drew like a portrait of her because she's my favorite and she's the one that I'm going to be cosplaying next. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let's do a little spotlight of this, this character. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes it'll be themes. Like I did Pokemon or Monster Hunter, usually video games. Um, and then, you know, I just kind of, just kind of draw, just have fun. Yeah. And I think, I, cause I, I think I, you streamed last night. I think I popped in for a little bit, but you were dressed up, right? As, yeah. No, I, I just had makeup on. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I was just chilling, just vibing. Yeah. Just vibing. Um, so yeah, that's been a venture that you've been doing that I jumped into. Mm -hmm. it's been um, really fun. yeah just another hobby to like i guess take the place of my blog so i can kind of focus on twitch streams on the weekend and then doing this show uh whenever i have new guests on um let's see what else um do you have any uh favorite um convention memories oh um, my gosh ah uh, i mean yes i have so i have so many really good ones there's this one time i was on my way out i was having a really bad like just a bad day um yeah. and i was on my way out of the car on just to go to the car to put something away and you know i'm really i'm really bummed and just not feeling great and then i walk through the main area of Katsukon. And I just like, you know, friend after friend after friend after, you know, acquaintance kind of came up to me and just said, you know, like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, simple stuff. But it made me feel so like, wow, the cosplay, like, 
community is just so so sweet and everyone knows each other and it's like yeah really it's i don't know it just like really uplifted me i was like oh my gosh you know like yeah. oh wow <laughs> <laughs> guys <laughs> yeah so that was a, a little bit more of a simple moment that really really made my day right um and then there was this one time when i was zigs i met another zigs and she was the sweetest thing unfortunately i don't know her name um we kind of just bumped into each other and you know we just bonded over the fact that we both loved this character and it was just like a really sweet little moment of like oh my god you're zigs yeah photos and like hang out for a little bit and that's the thing i like yeah. about conventions is like those little spontaneous moments of like when you meet people that like the same thing as you and you get super excited by each other oh and then yeah photos and sometimes you hang out and then they become your friends you know yeah 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 uh do you have any um celebrity stories of like people like celebrities or like authors you've met that were kind of awesome to meet or finally get to talk to for a little bit um, um i mean yes yeah i have a few uh which one which one so when i was um paradox I went to Kineticon and the voice actress of Peridot was there and the voice actress of Pearl. Um, I think Amethyst was there too. I'm, I don't remember, but I talked to Pearl and Peridot. Right. And they were the sweetest thing. Like uh, I like went up to them, we took selfies together. She did yeah. like some kind of story on Instagram. Um, and then they signed a poster for me. So I still have that. And it was just like a really fun experience. It's really nice to know, like, you know, when you like something, the content creators are also solid people. Yeah. So yeah, it was like really uplifting to meet them. That's great. As far as uh, cosplayers go, there's one time I met Jessica Negri when I was uh, Ziggs, which was really fun. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. She just came up to me and was like, oh my God, Ziggs. And I was like, oh my God, you're Jessica Negri. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun yeah i think i think she she just loved the trolley characters because i mean she did timo at one point yeah um never underestimate the power of the scouts code yeah love little timo he's so obnoxious <laughs> uh i don't play league and i never will play league nope I used to, and I kind of stopped just because the community can be a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to end it there and you can probably figure out the rest. So, um, so when you typically cosplay people or characters, do you kind of, do you tend to, um, lean toward one, um, facet of media towards another? So like, are you more into cosplaying like gaming characters? Are you more into cosplaying mm -hmm. comic book characters? Are you more into the anime side? Because it's interesting to see other cosplayers with their quote unquote favorite or specialty, mm -hmm. so to speak. Yeah. So where are you on that spectrum? So I feel like as far as uh, genres go, I tend to lean towards video games. Um, yeah. Just because, you know, when I play a game, I get very excited by the character, especially when you are the character. Um, I get very attached pretty easily. Um, but I also, I do cosplay anime a lot. I would say the one that I don't cosplay the most is comics and um, yeah, stuff like that. Um, just because, I don't know, I don't consume that kind of media as much as I do anime and video games. Sure, understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Um... If you had all the time in the world, all the money, money wasn't an issue, what would be your dream cosplay? Unless you already somehow did it. Uh, oh, gosh, no. <laughs> no, okay, good. Um, so I do have an answer for this. I'm not sure if it's my best one, but here it goes. Uh, I would want to be Chi from Chobits um, and do one of her just absolutely extravagant dresses in one of the watercolor like shots that they have of her. Cause I remember being very, very young when the internet was pretty new and hard to navigate, uh, going online and seeing this picture of Chi in this like really flowy, white, beautiful flower covered dress. And I was like, who is this character? 
oh my goodness, golly, this person is amazing. Um, and I typed in everywhere I could and like got no results. But then eventually I saw the word Chobits and I was like, Chobits, all right, got to find what Chobits is. And I just, I adore Chi. That was the first manga I had ever read. So like, okay, I, you know, I bonded a lot with the character. I was like, oh wow, she's so cute. She's like, has this whole like, cute, like lovely story of like, being accepted even if you can't give certain things to someone like someone loving you for you and not what you can give them is basically the story and i was like oh i love that that's such a cute like sweet you know moral yeah. um, so i love the character and her dresses are very extravagant so going back to the question um, i want to do one of her very very over the top blinged out like pearls and everything kind of dresses <laughs> okay yeah, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Is there a uh, convention that you've never been to uh, that you'd love to attend to like one day, like sort of like bucket list before you die? At least uh, once. Okay, so two, I think. Okay. Uh, the central, um, oh golly, what's it called? Uh, it's the water park one. Oh, uh, ColossalCon. That's yeah. it, yeah. ColossalCon. Yeah. I want to go to the main ColossalCon where all the tigers are and, like, just vibe. Just hang that, out there. That in, was that in Washington? I think it might be. I actually don't know. <laughs> I just know that it's kind of far away for me. I think it's on the other side of the country. I think. Yep. So I want to go there. Yeah. Um, And then I want to go to San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, Yeah. You know, like one of those classic bucket list ones. Yeah. I think that one for me. Um, part of me wants to try Dragon Con at least once. Yeah, Dragon Con is also up there. Yeah. It's just one giant party. And then... <laughs> non-stop. From, from, from what I've heard and seen, it's just non-stop partying for three days straight. Three, four days. Mm-hmm. Um... Huh. Let me see. Any um see usually usually let me pull it up. Cause I have a set schedule which I kinda like half follow, half don't anymore uh -huh. for these episodes. So like let me go podcast format here. Um current uh blog post. Well I got nothing going on there. Um Okay, uh, so what is your okay? What is your favorite part of the cosplay process? Like, do you prefer? Yeah. Do you prefer like sewing, armor making? Do you like coming up with the idea, or do you like sketching out the patterns, or? Mm -hmm. What's um, your favorite? So, favorite's probably the designing. I love designing original like outfits. Um, usually that's why I choose Pokemon is because there's so much creative liberty there where you can just be like, Absolutely. Oh, like a bard Pokemon. I want this to be like this crazy armored look. Um, yeah. what I did with Zamazenta. Uh, so definitely that. And I much prefer armor over sewing because I'm not that good at sewing. Uh, turns <laughs> out this is not my forte. <laughs> and I can sort of follow patterns, but. Oh golly, it's just not for me. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, definitely armor building is is a fun process. It's a it's a tough process too, kind of just figuring out all the layering of things. Because right now I'm working on Noelle's armor. I'm working on her shoulder piece, and it has okay, layer, yeah. it has like a bunch of layers to it. Like it has one thin layer of like feathers. That's like you know not actual feathers. It's like built onto the armor. Then it has like a border that has another border on top. So trying to figure out like how I lay all those things on top of each other is always uh, kind of a difficult process, but it's it's really rewarding once it all comes together. Right. Hang on, I'm just I'm just looking up the character. I think she's part of my party whenever I do play Genshin Impact. Yeah, she's the maid. I love her yeah. so much. The, the, the Earth maid. No, yeah, she's got some armor, all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm working on today. I'm working on the chest piece. 
Okay. Um, and then I'll probably finish this shoulder piece, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's I have... Lisa is my waifu. Lisa, oh my god. One of my friends is going to be cosplaying Lisa. I love her. Yeah. Very cool design. Yeah. So I got that. Um, oh my gosh, what else? Is there anything that you want to talk about? Um. Oh my goodness. Uh, honestly, we covered most of the bases that I can think of. I think that's like a home run at this point. Yeah. What so what so what do you see? Um you know, so we we, we have a vaccine on the way for COVID. Mm -hmm. Um do you think conventions are gonna look a little bit different in the future than what they have been in the past just for like safety Ooh. reasons or yeah. I mean, I definitely think the first conventions that are going to be happening, you're probably gonna need to show your vaccine like ID to be like, hey, I already had the vaccine and I'm good to go. Kind of like the pass to get into a con. Yeah. Um, I think the sanitation and like cleanliness of each con is gonna be up by like tenfold. Um, I think yeah. everyone's just gonna be very, very cautious for a while. I mean, it's, you know, it's scary. So you don't wanna like mess with that. Yeah. Um, as far as like actual panels and things like that, I don't think we're going to see too much of a difference other than like maybe some panels on like how 2020 affected conventions and then like people like diving into that and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be, it really will be interesting to see just how things have changed and like what cons are going to look like. I can't even really particularly imagine. Yeah, I'm curious. So, have you have you ever looked into or did or participated in uh, some of the conventions from last year that did the online route? No, there, there were there were several that did the online route. So there was PAX Online, okay, which I attended sort of as media, which was an interesting experience. Uh huh. Um, there was the DC Fandom event that they had, and then. New York Comic Con didn't happen, so they did what they called the Metaverse, which was a, I think they shadow they shadow dropped all of their panels on certain days all over on their YouTube channel. Oh, so that, that oh. blew so that blew up, like my YouTube blew up with all like all my all, all my subscription feed. I just saw New York Comic Con stuff. Like, yeah. oh. So it was like pick and choosing. Uh, you know they had they had. They have like an online artist alley where like the yeah, art. Yeah, the I artist. heard about the artist alley. That was yeah. cool. So I didn't buy anything, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was very tempted by checking out some of the stuff. Like I did I did buy like a packed online t-shirt and face mask just because. Yeah. Because that was actually the second con that I got a media pass for, so that was very interesting. Oh yay! Yeah. Yeah. No, Pax East was my first from last year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that was really cool. Yeah, and I got to... Yeah, congrats. Thank you. I got to do the VIP after party, which was interesting. Ooh, nice. Pre the Predator after party. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, staying at the hotel was very nice, all by myself. Mm -hmm. very, very interesting. Um, trying to think if I hung out with people afterwards I don't think I did no I just I just like I had I mean I brought my switch so I had my switch with me uh played some games I bought one game then the day of after I saw the game I had a press meeting with the developers of uh, coffee talk which became one of my top mm -hmm. games of 2020 mm -hmm. I told you about that right we did, yeah. yeah. No, that sounds so cool. Yeah. So I'm anxiously waiting for my collector edition that they teamed up with a company to do like a limited special release of the game, mm -hmm. like a physical version. So I'm waiting on that to show up. Um, they teamed up with another record company who I guess specializes in video game records on vinyl. So they did a special like coffee talk vinyl of the music. I don't have a record player, 
but uh, it, looked, it looked cool to display. So yeah, I'm like, okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think they did a good job in turning some conventions online. Mm-hmm. Like I think some had already done it. Like I think I can't recall if BlizzCon either postponed or still had their con, but it was still completely virtual because they do do that. Like they do with the virtual pass for the con for those who can't make it all the way out to California. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious to see if that's gonna stick around. As like evolve as time goes on now, or if if it's gonna be if it's really just gonna be a one time thing just because of last year. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I mean, it definitely would help them, you know, get more people to show up in a sense. Yeah, you do it that way. So I could see the appeal of continuing to have it. Yeah. Um. Any uh, shoot plans that you can maybe share as far as like your upcoming OnlyFans content goes? Or do you want to keep that a little secret, secret, hush, hush? <laughs> no, I don't mind the sharing. Uh, so I actually just got in this really pretty uh, burgundy looking like flowery top. Um, okay. like very strappy ridiculous hard to figure out it's like attack on titan with all the belts it's just like where, where's this go um so i have one of those um so i'm gonna be doing that set probably today actually i don't probably not gonna drop today but i'm gonna be shooting it today and then maybe tomorrow i'll i'll post those photos yeah yeah so i was actually i originally so i, I put that on my wish list just because like I want to do every single month the color of the stone. So January is garnet. Correct. So I was like, let's do kind of like a garnety kind of photo shoot. Oh, that's a fun idea to do for the whole year. Yeah, you do. So yeah. you do. So you do like one set per month that's based on the stone, or like yeah. multiple one set per month. Yeah. Um, and then I'm hopefully going to put those all together into a calendar by the end of the year. For 2022, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's that's so cool. No, I've never. Thank you. I've never seen or heard of anything like that. Like sticking with the birthstones. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I might do a couple different shoots. Um, one that's more lingerie, and then one that's more like costumey. Yeah. Um. So. We'll see. We'll see what kind of energy level I have to be able to do that. But uh, definitely the lingerie uh, shoots will be happening. Yeah. Let me uh, hang on. I'm looking. I'm looking at images over here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we got red garnet for January. Mm-hmm. Amethyst for April. I guess some months have more than one. Yeah. Like uh, October has it, it's pink tourmaline, I think, and also opal. So I might do. So for those months, are you going to do multiple shoots, like sticking with the theme? I was thinking maybe, um, unless I, I just don't have the energy or, you know, whatnot, yeah, then I'll probably well, choosing. So June and December have three birthstones. Yeah, <laughs> they sure do. So March has aquamarine and bloodstone. That's interesting. Yeah, bloodstone April, is really cool. April is diamond. May is emerald. June has pearl, moonstone, and oh god, oh, no, don't, don't click on the image. Love moonstone. And alexandrite. Mm-hmm. July is ruby. August is peridot. September is sapphire. Opal and pink tourmaline for October. Yellow topaz and citrine for November, and then December. Oh, that's my favorite. It's got all the blues. Mm-hmm. December's got turquoise, tanzanite, and blue zircon. Oh, tanzanite is so nice. It's a very shinier sapphire. Yeah, so oh, I'm excited nice. to do all those different kinds. Oh of God, now I'm excited to see at least the preview. <laughs> at least the preview images of them. Holy smokes! Yeah. 
Oh, that's such a great idea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I guess on my end, you know, I got my streaming. Uh, we had a hilarious weekend, I think, yesterday or or sometime this past. Was it a Saturday that we did all this? Yeah, no. Um, so, like, um, my neighbor is trying to, was trying to set me up in uh, using emulator to stream old games, uh, like old retro games. Yeah. That was a hell of a process. We gave up because the virtual box on Mac, it was giving us a headache. So mm -hmm. he actually just caved in and like he got up a laptop that he had that he doesn't use anymore. Neither does his wife. So he decided to give it to me specifically. I'm going to specifically use it for streaming old games. So like, uh, we managed to get, uh, final fantasy 12 running on this laptop. So I, uh, Cause that's one game I wanted to finally try. Cause I used to, I played it way back when I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Cause I only got stuck on this one boss mm -hmm. and I would give up. So I think I'm a, I'm a lot older now. I probably power through it and understand things a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. And like streaming, like, you know, super Nintendo games, if I wanted to old N 64 oh games. Oh my God. That'd be so good. Yeah. He's like, maybe if you get that set up like sooner, like you could like do like a hype stream of like streaming the old Pokemon Snap before the new one comes out. Yes. Oh my God. That'd be uh, so much fun. Yeah. I'll ha I'd have to look into that um, and just set up my capture card to hit on the TV. Cause he was like, there's no way you could stream. Like, cause that laptop that he gave me is pretty old. There's no way it could handle like the Twitch studio. Mm -hmm. and um, the game at the same time. No way, no how. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so how is... So I guess so you've been doing mainly art streams, so you're doing it all on your computer, like streaming from your computer? Yeah, yeah, so I'm doing it all off of my Mac. <laughs> yeah. Figuring so, out how to set it up, too, was a little bit of a process. Mac is not as intuitive as, you know, other options. Right, so you'd what, OBS? Oh, uh, yeah, OBS, the original I have to use because the, the uh, newer one does not work. Like it's not compatible with? No. Yeah, the one that gives you all those cute, like, background, like, stuff I can't use because it's just Mac doesn't support it, so. Really, is your Mac up to date? Yeah. Like Big Sur and all that? Yeah, does yours work and mine doesn't? Well, no, because I use Twitch Studio, and Twitch Studio works beautifully. Huh. Yeah, I'll have to double-check, I guess, because when I originally tried, the one that I wanted that gives you all the cutesy stuff just didn't work. It was like, mm, no. I did actually recently update a little bit more, though, so let's see if the new update works. Yeah, we no, because we were laughing, because we, we, we almost got it, but, like, the, the PS2 emulator didn't work it could have worked on my mac had i not updated it to big sur oh no <laughs> it worked with catalina but it wasn't updated for big sur and you're just like why did you update I'm like i'm sorry <laughs> i like how usually better. <laughs> and then that's when we caved and he gave me his, his old laptop that he doesn't use so i have that in my closet i don't know when i'm gonna set it up probably when i beat final fantasy 8 Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, because it's not a. Oh, okay. So, are there any other any uh? Oh God, excuse me. Any games you're looking forward to playing? Looking forward to. I mean, definitely Snap. Um, that's gonna be super fun. Pokemon Snap was one of my favorite games when I was growing up, as well as Pokemon Puzzle League. Same here. Yep. Um. Honestly, I haven't been keeping as up to date, especially without Calm to like hype me up about certain things. I haven't been keeping as well up to date with what's going on. Yeah. So Pokemon Snap is pretty much the only one that's on my radar at the moment. Right. Do you see yourself getting one of the next gen consoles eventually? 
Um, yeah, definitely eventually, but as of right now, no. No, no, I got <laughs> the things my money's going towards. <laughs> yeah, I got the switch, and I was just like, okay, yeah, you 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 don't need a PS5 right now. There's issues going on with the system. But there's no games now, so you're better off. You're, you're fine. You don't need to yeah. drop five hundred dollars. Good for now, definitely. Oh yeah, I'm already getting so much mileage out of my uh, new switch already. Like, and then the, and then the stimulus check came in, and it was like, oh yeah, it took care of itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't lose any money. Um. Uh, so I guess you're you're looking forward to con coming back at some point. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I miss all my friends. I know that's the other part of it is like all the people that I used to see only at conventions that I haven't seen, I haven't really you know heard too much about other than watching like what they're up to on Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. Have you usually been sticking to your Instagram now? Like, kind of. I don't think I see. <laughs> Oh, God. Wait. Wait. You got a little sneeze. <laughs> no, a cough. Okay. So, because I know social media has been a pain in the ass for a lot of content creators, especially those that center on the lewd, sexy side. Yeah. Like some have just given up on Instagram completely. Because I'm particularly referring to... uh. Nicole Marie Jean, who's given up on Instagram because they keep banning her account or shutting them down. Mm. So she's just been sticking to a free OnlyFans page for now. Oh, but, okay. Um, have you been, uh, I think I see you sometimes posting to your Facebook page, but you. Very rarely. I actually very rarely. For the first time yesterday in a while. I must be the one I'm referring to, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't use Facebook as often anymore just because it it's not as uh, user-friendly. Like, I also get, like, tons of follows there that are, like, a little sus. I'm pretty sure it's just, like, filler bots. Right. In. Um, so it's just, like, I'm not really sure what's going on with Facebook. It feels like a lot of it's artificial. Yeah. Um, and then Instagram actually has been serving me pretty well. That's um, good. Yeah, I'm not like that lewd where they're probably going to ban me. So just kind of chilling over on Instagram for the most part. Though their algorithm is horrible. Like trying to find people is not uh, not so fun. Not fun. Um, so OnlyFans has been really good though. Okay. I mean, I got a little baby following at the moment, but hey, baby, yeah, follow. teeny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're very intuitive. Everything over there is, you know, very easy to understand and like easy to post. Um, I also have a Patreon, but that I, I can definitely see why people aren't so happy with Patreon because it is is not as intuitive. Yeah. Not especially, as friendly. Especially now, which I I don't I I mean I don't know if Patreon's gonna walk back the statement to change that they're doing. And you probably heard about how they're changing their billing system. Mm-hmm. Where instead of billing everybody on the first of the new month, and then my creators get it within a couple of days later, because I know I tend to get my payment as little as it is uh, on like the sixth or the seventh of the month after everyone's charged. But now they're going on the route of the anniversary date of like, I think it's like the numbered day that they subbed. In a, on a month, that's their mm. new pay date. So, like, creators are going to see their uh, revenue trickle in, and some patrons might not like that to have various charges from Patreon coming in throughout the month because they joined at different dates at different times. Yeah. Rather than just having one lump sum charge at the start of the month, uh, that got creators up in a frenzy. Some of which I think we're debating that this is probably like the last straw. Like I'm going to move solely over to OnlyFans for now because it's just it. Patreon is not working for a lot of people. Yeah, I know Jessica had to sh- shut her down. Yeah, a lot of back end stuff, frustrating situations. So she's primarily moved over to OnlyFans. Um, 
Yeah, I know a couple of people who have done that or a couple of people who are thinking about doing that too. Yeah. Waking up. Waking up. Oh, man. Oh, I don't want to go to work today. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I really don't. I really don't. Oh, God. I hope that. I hope. I hope tomorrow goes well. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm looking at the time. I think this is this is great. Yeah. I hope you had a lot of fun. I did. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, <clears throat> come on. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This debut starts to season four. Uh, like I said, I'm mainly sticking to my podcast and uh, Twitch streams for content creation. For now until conventions come back to normal but i've got individuals lined up hopefully maybe maybe like people like uh i'd love to have jenna lynn meowry and jessica negri on my show at some point uh i know i've talked at one point with oh my sophie and april gloria about doing a co collaboration episode to talk about their podcast that they've been doing um Holly Wolf was into doing another episode with me at some point. So I got to just get in touch with several people to try and get a some kind of schedule release going. But um, if you guys want to stay up to date with me, you can uh, support me on Anchor or follow me on Twitch as I work on my way to becoming an affiliate with Twitch. I'm about halfway there as far as requirements go. I need to get 50 followers and like an average of three viewers per month or whatever so that's that's, yeah. the, that's the tough part but the, the other half was like very simple to do because i was streaming a non-stop the first couple of weeks <laughs> but uh midge if they want to find you where do they go uh so it's midge scully on instagram and then on instagram there's just a bunch of links in my bio uh, so you can check it out that way. Pretty much if you type in Midge Scully, though, it's pretty much all of my things are Midge Scully. Yeah. So yeah Instagram's the easiest way to find me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. Um, and uh, just stay tuned for the next episode. And, yeah, follow me on uh, it's twitch.tv slash bluelightningcost. That's my Twitch channel. But other than that, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you all in the next episode. Bye. Hey.